Play the fucking intro. Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 284. Yeah, 284. Yeah, just like we said on the last episode. Nothing special other than the music. It's great, great. as it always is. Yeah, pretty much. And this one's going to be great. We're going to make sure it is. We do with that with every episode. Absolutely. And let's get into the new list. Uh, the new list is as updated as it was on the last episode. So we'll start on September 25th. The Real Horror Show released uh, running its single, Himnos La Cruz. Those two bands put a split together on Crossbar Records. Uh, Montoya's released En Vivo EP. It's a good EP. Go check it out. Little Willie released Off to Therapy with another track called Some of Us Have Changed on Little Willie Records on the 27th. On the 28th, Restraining Order released Fight Back at the single. That's on Triple B Records. Uh, Paranoid, they released Possessed, that's a two-track single. CRK released a self-titled EP, CRK. Post-Mortem Depression, they released Fate Fucks You Again on Bon Toxic Records. On the 30th, uh, Upper Downer released No Refills Left on Wiretap Records. Dropkick Murphys released This Machine Still Kills Fascists. They're somewhat acoustic or whatever record. <laughs> <laughs> we will know in due time. <laughs> yes. Uh, when we get a chance to listen to it, the pre-order for sure is up for Up the Pups 2 on the 30th. Uh, I'll have to check on what the actual release date is if it's not the 30th. AIDS, that's an acronym, AIDS, A-I-D-S, released The Road to Nuclear Holocaust on La Vida Sun Amos Discos. And then some releases that I don't have the release dates before, but I will get into checking those. They are coming out soon if they're not already out. Our Mess and The Chisel doing a split on Mendeku Discac. Uh, Two Minute Minor as a part of a four-way split, or four-way Chicago split even, called Hold the Ketchup. Hard Wax releasing Don't Stop the Beat on Rebellion Records. Hunting Lions putting out a new album. Hunting Lions features members of Roadside Bombs. Oil Change putting out Unfinished on Dismantled Records. Then on October 1st, Skin Flicks releasing uh, Old Dogs, New Tricks. Taking on Water releasing Ordinary on Melodic Punk Style on October 5th. Eradicator releasing this Friday called Forever the Eradicator. I've got it. Still need to listen to it. I like that band. They are a squash-themed band and squash the sport, not squash the vegetable. Okay, because, boy, that would be interesting. <laughs> it's more interesting the way they are than uh, about the vegetable. Uh, counterparts, they're releasing a eulogy for those still here on Pure Noise Records on the 7th. The Mahones releasing Jameson Street on the 7th. Ardias releasing Canciones de Amor, Locura y Muerte on Slavenly Records. Social Decline releasing Beyond the Gates. The Warriors releasing a split with the Pogos, and that's an LP split, on Lake Town Records and Liberty or Death Records. On the 14th, early, or the early November, is releasing 20 on Pure Noise Records. Also on the 14th, Riot City Radio, Time Will Tell on Sunny Bastards Records. And that is my favorite album of this year so far, and I've been listening to it for several months. 
Uh, but it is officially coming out on the 14th, and I love that album. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to playing something from that album. Fuck yeah. Darko is releasing Sparkle, which is an EP on Melodic Punk Style on the 15th. Suntrace, also on the 15th, releasing Moon Gravity, which is a, on Melodic Punk Style. And also on the 15th, Half Dizzy, who we've had on the show. They're releasing a new EP. I don't have the title of the EP yet, but that will be coming out. Eric, do you have anything you would like to add to the list? Well, other than the uh, tracks that I will be talking about today, uh, this, upcoming, this upcoming Friday, the 7th, that's where all those albums are going to drop, and I am ever so excited. And all those albums, yes, that is the, whoop, shit. That is Omens from Lamb of God. That is <clears throat> Ritual Violence from Arm for Apocalypse and Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven from Goat Whore. Nice. And, yeah, still looking to hear that Dropkick Murphys. I'll get around to it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, same thing with Real Horror Show. And, uh, yeah. Me meanwhile, I will be listening to to the albums and the songs that I have gotten to in the last uh, fucking few months. <laughs> yeah, because I still got to plug Show Me the Body and Foreign Hands and Depopulation Department because I got some good shit on there. Cool. <laughs> but I'm still trying to decipher which songs are the standouts. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's get into some new music. We got, went through our list. Uh, one that was just beyond the reach of our list here is your pick. Yes, it is my pick. Now, this one took a while for me to get through. This was uh, the latest album from Gogol Bordello. Ah, uh, yes, Gogol Bordello. The gypsy punks are still around, and they're still kicking it, and they are as pissed off as ever yes. with all the conflict that has been going on in Ukraine. You, their singer, Eugene Hutz, native country. Yeah, they got, uh, they got a lot of shit to say on, on this album. Well, it's not necessarily just like a politically driven album. It's still, they say, holding true to the fact of just, uh, you know, being the underdogs and just always fighting for what you think is correct. And nowhere is that more eminent than on the song of my choosing, uh, that'd be Forces of Victory. And this is kind of a cheat because Forces of Victory was a song that came out on their seventh album back in 2013, I want to say. It was Super Taranta. Super Taranta. When did that come out? Okay. Uh, Jesus, I had it pulled up. I had it pulled up. Yeah, 2007. So it's on there, but they decided in the wake of this uh, album, in the wake of the conflict, on this album, they wanted to re-record it. And in doing so, have some, uh, have some guest vocalists on there who are like actually living that struggle in Ukraine. Cool. Those people are... Yes, Zerihei Zadan and Kazka. They are both from the city of uh, Kharkiv. And they have been, uh, yeah, and Zadan is a uh, poet and punk by trade. Cool. And so their vocals are, his vocals are featured on here as well as, uh, yeah, as well as uh, Zaska's, uh, I guess, or synth pop put in there. So, yeah. That was the standout track to that was the standout track to me. It was one of their uh, leading singles. So yeah, it is kind of an old one, but it's got some, it's got a lot of new blood in here. An and oldie but a goodie. Oh yeah, and it hits a lot harder just given the context. So here we are, the latest from Gogo Bordello from their album Solidaritine. Here is Forces of Victory. 
to mention with uh, all these uh, with those two fellow Ukrainians coming in as uh, backing vocals the entire song is sung in their native Ukrainian language there you go whereas the uh, previous track from their uh, you know from the album in 2007 whose name I keep forgetting <laughs> <laughs> fucking a that's uh, sung in English you know for all uh, us Americans and I mean us 
<laughs> <laughs> yes, for all of us, uh, na- all of us English speakers who are not so uh, cultured as the lovely Ukrainians. <laughs> But no, the fact that it's sung entirely in their language is just more of a more of a statement of pride in their country and just the hopes that the battle will suffice sooner rather than later. Right. And it's just crazy it's still fucking going on. I don't I don't know what's going. I don't know if there is an end in sight for it yet. They're just fucking relentless. But as long as uh as long as stuff like that is still going on, there's always going to be art that's coming about it, whether for or against it. But I'm kind of leading on the side of against it. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Golga Bordello is, uh, you know, one of the flag wavers of those, of these times. So my hat goes off to you, Gogol. Thank you for keeping it going. Awesome. Well, on this episode, much like the last episode, I have several tracks of bands uh, that shared tracks with us, and so that's what I'm going to get to. Uh, Worker and Parasite, they released Politics, which has a much larger name, but the name of the EP is simply Politics. Uh, if you would like to see, the, you know, look up the actual name of the EP, uh, you would find Politics, a case study of the nexus between populism, apathy, and exploitation. But again, it's simply just uh, called politics. <laughs> uh, they had a couple of those tracks that they had shared with us leading up to the release, which was September 8th. That was the release of that EP. We played a couple of those tracks as those singles were released. Well, there's more tracks. I think there's five total on the EP. And as per usual, I mean, they are fantastic. I love seeing any emails or any contact whatsoever that comes from Worker and Parasite, just the how they name it all, but the composition of the Politics EP and the lessons contained therein are as follows, right? We played Econ So Pro, which is a satirical rumination of a member of the reformist aspirational class, and then I believe we played uh, Apolitical, which was a helpful decoding system for the use of prospective or prospective party members, and if I forgot to mention, or if you just didn't pay attention on any of the other episodes that we've played this band, they're from Melbourne in Australia. There are a couple uh, other tracks. Real Politic, uh, which is an exposition of the ruling political elite's stated manifesto. Then there's Resignation, a critique of accountability in electoral democracies. And finally, the track that kicks it all off, which is the track we are going to play. It's called The Silent Majority. It's a study of quiet, and then it's redacted whatever comes after quiet. A study of quiet something, swing voters and electoral influence of the disengaged. So (laughs) that is what we're going to get into. Great band. Uh, I love supporting them. I like what they do. Uh, Go check out Politics. If you haven't checked out Worker and Parasite, you should. They do have videos for some of those tracks. So go check it out. Here we go. Checking out another one from Worker and Parasite. It's called The Silent Majority. You've done it again My beautiful blue-collar white-skinned friends I had as we prepared But looking out there I'm reminded of myself Without the wealth and antics We insist on dramatic politics While you're distracted Live your life Without the strike Congratulate yourselves On a change well quelled Status quo is upheld 
that the truth? The undecided. Reminds me of uh, the lyrics in the song uh, Deer Dance by System. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't afford to be neutral on a moving train. <laughs> right. The undecided, you can decide it. You will decide it if you choose. Yeah. I love the, I love the bumpy electronic parts. Me too. I do too. The, audibly, everything that they put out is just a cool sound. It's, it's kind of their own thing. I don't really think of something else. And then I just like the lyrics, the theme, everything that Worker and Parasite has going on. I recommend checking out Politics. And if for some reason you skip those episodes where we played those other tracks, you should get out and check them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Duh. All right, now we're getting on to a band out of East Las Vegas. Uh, they are going to be on Asteroid M Records. I want to thank Asteroid M Records for sharing this with us. This EP, Horripilation, actually is coming out on October 4th. I forgot to mention that at the top of the show, I believe. Uh, the EP is called The Truth. It's a four-track EP. Uh, go check out Asteroid M Records. We played a bunch of stuff from them. Great label out of Las Vegas themselves. And again, October 4th, you'll get to check out the other tracks from Horripilation. If you go look at their social medias, they have some shows coming up. The track that we are going to check out from The Truth, it's called False Flag. Here we go with some Horripilation.
Well, what do you think of horror palation? That sounds like some uh, tribute to 90s hardcore. Nice. <laughs> and it was good. It was good. I'm hoping horror palation. I've got to be saying that right, right? Yeah. I can't see any other way around it. All right. Horror palation. Go check out Asteroid M Records. Be on the lookout for that. It is coming out on October 4th, as I said. New music. Thank you, Asteroid M Records, for sharing it with us. Uh, you go check out the other three tracks when they get released on The Truth. That's going to wrap up our new songs. We're going to jump into some older, older, lesser known by playing some more new songs. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, what do you have for your older, lesser known slash new song? I got... A bit of a history lesson here. This is a song that I was plugging a few weeks ago called Hell Ride by the band, well, the skater plus band Andy Roy and the Fucktards. Nice. Now, for those of you who don't know, Andy Roy, he is a pro skater. He was signed to uh, Anti-Hero, or signed to, sponsored by Anti-Hero back in the 90s and is still sponsored to this day. And my friends and I, we just ate up Andy Roy. We loved him. He was just this old school, rowdy punk rocker who just happened to be on a skateboard. And he was gnarly. And I mean that in every sense of the word. He was, uh, he got hooked on heroin. He got, you know, he got extremely, uh, he got extremely homeless. Mm. <laughs> he was living on the, he was living off the streets, eating out of uh, trash cans in and out of rehab and just losing his teeth. He was, uh, he was a mess for a long time, and he had since made a comeback. And you know, it took some time for him to really get back to where he was, and he's, and he's in a very, yeah, he's in a good spot now. Good. It all started with him getting new teeth. Oh, good. <laughs> I just remember seeing a post of him on uh, Instagram, and with his uh, new chops that he, had in his, that he had in his mouth, I'm like, is that a younger photo of him? Oh no, he's still got all the same tattoos. <laughs> the, probably the biggest one is the black flag bars right on his neck. Nice. Just boom, right there. And yeah, he is well endowed with his uh, uh, with punk rock history. He was skating with the Suicidals, the guys from uh, uh, Venice Beach, California, which was uh, pretty much kind of started, kind of not by uh, Jay Adams. Cool. One of the uh, one of the most pivotal people in uh, the evolution of skateboarding and yeah when Jay Adams he uh, founded the suicidal gang and they rolled with the suicidal tendencies crew they're the guys that wore the uh, you know the black uh, god what was it the lumberjack shirts yeah you know? flannels yeah the flannels you know and wore the bandanas over their heads that was the that was the image and at any suicidal tendency show you go to yep you will see the suicidals there <laughs> And, and yeah, he hung around with Jay Adams, and as the story goes, Andy Roy was hanging out with him in his house, and then Jay beckons him over. He's like, hey, come here. And he's like, yeah, what? And then he just sticks a needle right in his arm. And he's like, try this shit out. Wow. <laughs> and that's how, he, that's how Andy Roy kind of became, well, pretty much became a junkie. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it, it is incredibly unfortunate. Like, this guy, he's got a... He is basically the juggernaut. He should have been, he should have died so many different times. But man, he just kept going. And basically, I'm giving you this because it is, it is context for the song Hell Ride 
This is the song that he is doing with uh, uh, with a guest vocalist, the singer of a band called uh, The Hated Incorporated. Okay. I can't remember the name of the guy's... Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the vocalist, but he comes in with this, these guttural roars, and Andy is just shouting at those lyrics. He was born to be a hardcore vocalist, and he's just uh, given an anecdotes of the things that he had endured in life, all the crazy shit that I had just mentioned, and just how he is still thriving to this day. Awesome. So yeah, it's a really it's a huge pick me up story. Uh, if you can catch any of the lyrics, I suggest you listen to them. This is Hellride, Andy Roy and the Fucktards. Hellride for life, forever, even in the grave. Hellride. you definitely want to be skating hard to. Right. Uh, also, another thing I got to point out, the uh, fucktards, that's also, a, uh, that's also a reference to Antihero. They would release these, uh, uh, these skate comp VHS tapes back in the 90s, and one of them was called The Fucktards. <laughs> and it featured a few uh, skaters on there, most notably uh, Bob Bernquist and uh, Sean Young. Andy Roy was not on the VHS tape, but he has since been on other, other ones. Probably the first one he was on was a uh, cow. Yeah, anti-hero cow. Okay. <laughs> These are quick little like uh, you can find them online. I know I did. <laughs> they they're like uh, that old grainy '90s style uh, skate videos, and they're about 15, 20 minutes long. But they were collectibles. Cool. <laughs> that, that's how you got your skate fix back in the day. And as far as I know, he's still skating. He's still ripping. He's still ripping hard. Stone cold now. Which is a good thing. And awesome. what he's doing musically with this band, I'm like, oh, God, please, 
Tell me there is more. Tell me there is more. Anyway, good. Mark James Gallo, that's the, that's the name of the guy who was doing them uh, gutturals on there. Cool. Yeah, and like I said, check out his other band, The Hated. They're, uh, yeah, The Hated Incorporated. I got to make sure that is, that is part of their name. Okay. The Hated Incorporated, kind of a uh, you know, grimier kind of street punk style band. So, yeah, listen. Excellent. <laughs> well, the band I'm going to play next, I played over on Punkanoi Worldwide, but I want to play again here. Uh, the band's called Middle Finger. Uh, they released La Voce de Ragazzi. And I'm going to let Eric pronounce some of these as he will do better in <laughs> Italian because I'm sure that wasn't great. Uh, the band Middle Finger is from Granda Province in Italy. They have been a band since 2013, but their album came out this year on April 15th, this particular album. I played that title track, which was released on something else prior to, but earlier this year. The album has since come out. And obviously in April. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with where Granda Province is, that is in Northwest Italy. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank uh, Giorgio Gobo of Italy and, uh, for, for sharing this with me and checking it out. The album's great. It's in Italian. Uh, do you know, give us a pronunciation of the album, Eric. Uh, La Voce dei Ragazzi. Do you know what, what it translates to? It's... Basically, the voice of the boys, voice okay. of the people. And the song that you will be uh, playing here, it translates out to that old pub. Nice. Or that old bar. <laughs> well, what is it in Italian? And then we'll listen to it. Quel vecchio pub. There you go. Eric introduced it. Here we go with some middle finger.
That was middle finger. <laughs> Calvecchio Campo. <laughs> that old song. The older, lesser-known song, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah, maybe you haven't heard of Middle Finger. Again, they're from Italy. They were singing in Italian. Eric probably knew some of that stuff, at least, if not all of it, huh? Most of it, some of it? Some of it. I uh, wasn't paying too much attention. Fair enough. Uh, thank you, Giorgio. A great band there. Go check out Middle Finger. What was the name one more time of the album? La Voce dei de Ragazzi. There you go. Go check out that album. Eric, we're going to get into uh, Halloween. It's that time of year. we got a few more episodes, probably like three or four more episodes. We're going to be playing some Halloween-themed things. Uh, people uh -huh. should get into that. I'll play an episode over on Punkinoy Worldwide of Nothing But here in a couple weeks. Uh, so be on the lookout for some Halloween tracks. Nothing but Halloween tracks on that episode. But <laughs> this episode, we'll be playing this Halloween track, which is... From the Shadows by Salt Lake's own renowned Zombie Cock. Yeah. Great band, and they're going to be opening for uh, Blitzkid when Blitzkid comes to town in November. Oh, yes, they will be, and it's a, it's a match made in heaven. Right. Because these guys, when they first started, they were nothing but a Misfits slash Blitzkid cover band. So that was pretty much all they played, and then they realized, hey, you know what, maybe we should uh, start writing our own songs. <laughs> I know this because these guys were the first band I interviewed for Slug Magazine as per their slug localized features. Cool. Yeah, it was them and Goat Sifter. Back when they were still, uh, back when they didn't have an album out, they just had a little demo that sounded like hell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zombie Cock, they only had one album out, and that was their Zombies Love Punk Rock. And that was back in, uh, that came out in uh, 2014, and they've gotten a pretty uh, renowned following. But they have been pretty, uh, they were pretty stagnant the last uh, couple years. I mean, yeah, the pandemic and whatnot, but... Right. Even before that, they were just kind of, uh, their popularity was kind of uh, dwindling. And I think at some point in uh, 2018, 2019, after they released their, uh, uh, their self-titled album, uh, they were just thinking of calling it quits. And I thought that they did for a minute, but no. This year, I saw them again at Aces High Saloon. I'm like, okay, I guess they're back in full force, which is awesome because they're a fun band. They're super great. They're great guys and great musicians and... Their guitarist, Alex, he actually uh, taught guitar to my best friend. Oh, cool. Yep. And I remember when he came to see the Zombie Cock Localized show, he was just looking at his uh, former teacher and was like, dude, what the fuck? This guy was like, this guy was a virtuoso. He was teaching me scales that I were like beyond comprehension. And he's just playing simple three chords up there. <laughs> it's like, they're not, ex they're not using him to, his full ex to the full extent of his talents. It's like... Just punk, man. <laughs> it's just punk rock. <laughs> you know, this is something that he does. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you want to be simple. Right. And talking of simple, yeah, from the shadows, what a better way to uh, really bring in the season of the dead with uh, something as ominous sounding as from the shadows they come for you as in like yep the season is creeping up on you you better get ready it's gonna get cold it's gonna get dead it's gonna get pretty fucking barren soon so yeah this will be a scary time for all it's gonna be a scary time for me but that's for different reasons anyway here is from the shadows by our lovely lovely talented zombie cock
come for you to tear you limb from limb. If that's not a perfect uh, setting, the stage of October, then, well, I can think of a few others, but <laughs> this is a decent one, is it not? It is, absolutely. Love zombie cock, that is awesome. Uh, get me some good zombie cock. <laughs> actually, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It's actually just a zombie bird. Yes. Yeah, but zombie bird was uh, too on the nose, so they figured they might as well play around with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at, the, look at the artwork that goes with the albums and, and stuff like that. You'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, look at the little uh, logos on their uh, pins, the yes. buttons. I think I still have one somewhere. I can't remember. <laughs> I've got the koozies. Oh, yeah, they make koozies. Yes. Man, they have a... I still have the poster of the localized. I wanted to frame it along with their set list. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a poster that Willie signed when they opened up... God, who did they open up for? They opened up for somebody at Liquid Joe's. Uh, I forget, anyway. I still <laughs> have that poster. That's cool. Uh, great band. Check out Zombie Cock. We, the next few episodes, we will also be playing some Halloween-themed music. Like I said, go check out Punkanoi Worldwide in a week or so. There'll be a whole episode dedicated to Halloween-themed punk music. We are going to get to a great cover-to-cover -cover album from Eric here in a moment. But before we yep. do, we have a, a bit abbreviated, subdued, whatever you want to call it, version of talking about live shows. Eric, uh, seeing how neither of us have seen any live shows since we recorded the last episode, uh, what do you have to talk about for live shows on this episode? Well, for uh, this episode, I uh, will be... When you're listening to this, I will have seen Lamb of God, Kill Switch Engage, Motionless and White and Fit for an Autopsy at the Saltaire. And I will also have seen the Ill Hallows Benefit Show for the Gear Fund Collective. That'd be Snake Eyes as Hatebreed, Snuff Tape as AFI, <laughs> Recidivist as Slayer, Portraits as Title Fight, Run Into the Sun as Snapcase, Absolved as Gorilla Biscuits, Zodiac Killer as Trapped Under Ice, and Crow Killer as, well, I will have the answer by the by next episode. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, while my... Uh, yeah, and also during that week, Slipknot, Ice Nine Kills, and Crown the Empire will have happened, and and yeah, I think those are all the shows that are that will be happening within that last week. Where in the hell is my calendar? Let me double check. Yeah, so for the shows that will be coming up as of the day that you are listening to this, uh, yeah, tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it in air quotes here. <laughs> Ceremony, Spy, Soul Glow, and Body of Leaves are playing at Kilby Court, 6 p.m., $22. And, yeah, if, if you are a Ceremony fan, I know you're out there. I know that there are a ton of Ceremony fans. They are one of the biggest bands in hardcore over the past decade. But really go early and check out Soul Glow. I mean, check out Body of Leaves as well because, you know, you should go for every single band. But Soul Glow will leave you coming back for more. Trust me. I'm really bummed that I can't make it. I can't make it to that one. Didn't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I won't be making it to that one. That's the thing. Haven't made it. We're <laughs> I can't focus on timelines here. <laughs> the seventh at Oliver Rock is doing a matinee show at 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's five dollars, and you can. Uh, it's all locals. Well, no, it's not all locals. My bad. The local bands will, 
that'll be playing are Betty, Total Serial, and Makosos, opening up for Life's Torment. On the 8th, Napalm Death with Brujeria will be, pay- will be playing at Metro. That is at 7 p.m., and it will be $30 and 21 plus. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many underage kids are listening to us. But, yeah, just in, just in case, just in case. Uh, meanwhile, uh, on the 8th, also on the 8th, elsewhere, that being at the Beehive, Melt Banana and No Age will be playing. I don't know too much info about that show, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's there. Okay, nice. <laughs> It'll be there. And let's see. Yeah, the 11th, Guar is making their return. And just in time for Halloween, might I say. Right. Yeah, they'll be playing with uh, Light the Torch, Crooked, and Necrogoblicon. This is going to be a weird one. <laughs> a lot of costumes. Oh, yeah. A lot of costumes, a lot of uh, weird in-jokes, and a lot of... Uh, Oh, God, just a lot of sci-fi coming to life before your eyes. <laughs> anyway, that'll be at the Depot. Starts at 7 p.m. is $30 to get in. And on the 12th, Clutch will be coming back with none other than Helmet. Who the fuck remembers Helmet? They were, like, they were a thing in the, in 90s, the 90s. Just yeah. such weird, just weird metal. Like, they were taking, uh, they were up on there with, like, a, a Section 8 and a bit of the Melvins, just kind of like playing around with the uh, sounds. But these guys were in a league of their own. <laughs> anyway, they're not exactly a hardcore punk rock bands, but who is in league with the hardcore and punk rock bands, but the band that is touring with them, Quicksand. Oh. Yep, Quicksand. They're making their return to Salt Lake. I don't know when they've ever been here. I've only just learned about this band's existence uh, within the last five years. Okay. You know, I've listened to them. And they are just so, they're very stringy. You know, they have a, they kind of come off as a more technical band. If you remember last episode, I was talking about the four chords song. Right. <laughs> yeah, these guys do not fit in that category. Uh-huh. They are very, they are very technical. They have a lot of things going on in their music. And yeah, it definitely calls for your attention. Kind of mathy if you think about it. But they were kind of like in the uh, post-hardcore yeah, the post-hardcore scene that was like swip, sweeping through the 90s at that time. Okay. Let's see. And, uh, and yeah, just for, uh, just for shits and giggles, next Thursday, the 13th. Oh, God. At the Complex, 6 p.m., $25 to see The Bronx, The Chats, Drug Church, and Scowl. Nice. Oh, I am going to be at that one. I will be at that one for sure. There is nothing you can say that will keep me from that show. <laughs> Unless I'm on my deathbed. And even then, I'll just like, can you just wheel me to the, <laughs> to the show so I can at least be in a cool place when I die? Right? <laughs> yeah, god damn it. So yeah, that's all I have for uh, shows that I've, uh, quote, attended <laughs> and uh, will be, and will be attending. Awesome. Actually, I will be attending all of those shows. <laughs> well, not all of them, but uh, you understand what I mean. All right, we are going to get to Eric's album. In just a moment, I'll mention a few shows and tours. Uh, going to be starting on tour on October 5th in Austin, Texas, is Susie Moon with Dead Boys. The Briefs will be joining, but the Briefs will not be at the first few shows in Austin, San Antonio on the 6th, Houston on the 7th, Dallas on the 8th, and Tulsa on the 9th. Then Dead Boys, uh, or the Briefs will be joining Susie Moon and Dead Boys 
for shows. Uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska on the 12th. Green Bay, Wisconsin, 13th. Minneapolis on the 14th. Lombard, Illinois on the 15th. Uh, Indianapolis on the 16th. Cleveland on the 18th. And we'll talk more about some of those others. Their tour goes all the way into November 17th. Uh, on the 15th, they'll be here at the Urban Lounge. I'm looking forward to seeing all of those bands. But we'll talk more about the closer dates as it gets closer. Uh, a show that is in the not-too-distant future, and you might want to plan for. Uh, Taco Punks presents Halloween Massacre, which is going to be an all-ages show on October 22nd at Rock House Brewery. And Rock House Brewery is, I don't know where this is, Upland? Go look up these bands if you want to go check them out. Upland? Yeah, it just says Upland here. I think it's in California. The bands, some of the bands that are in here are California. But if you want to go check it out, I'll let you show 21 Gun Salute, Knuckleheads, Dead Fleet, Battle Ready, Almost Porn, and Local Retards. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's a $10 show. And there's going to be a prize for the best costume, so, you know, show up in a costume. There'll be vendors, food, music. That sounds like a pretty freaking fun event, so go see that shit. Uh, next up, you can go see in Providence, Rhode Island on October 9th, Bloodstained Brindle, Grip Bite, Bricks and Mortar, Cry Havoc, and Triggered. Uh, a lot of cool bands on uh, that one. The tail end of the Amel and the Sniffers show is Seattle on the today, the 6th. And then if you want to see him in Dana Point, California, at, uh, in Ohana at the Festival Encore or whatever the hell that is. Hmm. You can see him there. They're wrapping up their tour. Uh, there will be a pre-Crash Festival show featuring the bands The Last Responders, Los Mal. Hablados and Skinny Pete and the Meats at Misdemeanor Meadows that will be in Portland. Uh, go check that out. That's 10 bucks on Thursday the 6th. And then if you want to go see Crash Festival, I'm going to be there this weekend. You should go be there too, if you, especially if you have the ability to. I believe there's still tickets on sale. I bought mine early because I wanted to see these bands. On the 7th, you'll see Lost Cause, Crime Time, Dead 77, Dog Company, Weekend Kids, The Drowns, Lions Law, Booze and Glory, and Evil Conduct. Then on Saturday, you'll see Vicious Cycles, Infirmities, Badass, Lockjaw, Antagonizers, ATL, Common Turn Sect, Resistance 77, The Prowlers, and Los Fastidios. Finally, on Sunday, you'll get to see Let It Bleed, Claymore, The Warriors, Mob Mentality, Incendiary Device, Fang the Take, Doug and the Slugs, Evil Conduct playing their second set of the weekend. Uh, Fantastic. show! Doors open like 5 p.m. every day, ending around midnight each night. Uh, a lot of great stuff. You're going to see bands from uh, Canada, from Pennsylvania, from the U.K., all over in California. Uh, some bands not too far from there, like in Seattle, but you'll see bands from Texas, bands that we've had on the show, such as Dead 77, Infirmities, Resistance 77 is from the U.K., bands from France, bands from the Netherlands, Bands from Italy, tons of bands. The point is, is you should get there to go see Crash Festival. If you can't go to Crash Festival and you want to see a couple of those bands from France, uh, you can go see Lion's Law and Common Turn Sect. And they are most of the way through their tour at this point. On Thursday the 6th, they'll be in Oakland. 
On the 7th, they'll be, oh yeah, duh, I just told you. They're going to be in Portland on 7th and 8th. One band playing one night, one band playing the other night. Then they'll be in Tacoma on Sunday. Then they're going to bounce over to the East Coast, and you'll see them on, in Boston on the 11th, the 12th in Asbury Park, Philly on the 13th, Atlanta on the 14th, Tampa on the 15th, and Lake Worth on the 16th. That's the last time I'm mentioning that tour uh, because it's almost over, but if you go follow Common Turn Sect or Lions Law, which is Lions underscore Law underscore Official, you can get more details on that show there. Uh, that's all the stuff that I have to mention for this episode. So, Eric, uh, <laughs> unless you have anything else, let's get into that album. Oh, no. I think this is the first time in a long time that you have out-talked me. <laughs> I know. No kidding. Uh, and my list was even a little bit long, all things considered, because I was mentioning all those dates on those tours and all the bands at the festival. Mm -hmm. But even still, uh, that's what it is. And we are before the hour mark. It's been a long time since we've been before the hour mark while wrapping up this segment and getting into an album. <laughs> well, yeah, the circumstances being what they are. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Let's get into that album. <clears throat> yeah, let's get into this album. It's uh, an album that I'm sure you all know by a band that I'm sure you all know. <laughs> and it's an album that I'm like, well, yeah, I'm just going to play it because, one, I was short on time. But also, I knew what I wanted to say about it. I knew the songs that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, let's get right to it. It's the band Rise Against. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the album I'm going to be talking about is their one that came out in 08, Appeal to Reason. Now, I did play a song from this album a while back. It was episode 264 back in May. I did the song Hero of War. And I think that was just uh, more in context of uh, when the battle in uh, Ukraine versus Russia was really fresh, so I was playing a lot of uh, war-based songs okay. <laughs> at that point. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's still going on. It still needs to be talked about, but I would rather be doing it elsewhere rather than just a plug, doing a shameless plug on a show. <clears throat> it, still means, it still means a lot. It still goes a ways, but, yeah, I got other stuff that I want to talk about. <laughs> there you go. Yep, and this album is uh, one of them. So this album uh, was kind of the one that won me over to uh, Rise Against. When they were first coming out, they were kind of like the entry-level punk rock band for all the MySpace scene kids. Right. And it's like, uh, yeah, they kind of uh, they kind of had that angsty vibe to it. And yeah, Rise Against was hard, <laughs> but they were also very melodic. They had those sing-songy choruses, and Tim's voice, McIlrath, he is a... Uh, He's got a very sultry voice, and it is in par with that, uh, with that type of post-hardcore and uh, softer metalcore stuff that was just sweeping the teenagers by <laughs> storm in the 2000s. So, yeah, Rides Against wasn't exactly an entry-level band for me, because by then I had already been listening to Black Flag and uh, Dead Kennedys and the like, you know? So Rides Against was just like <laughs> my teenage mind just looked at that like, nah, real punk is black flag, real funk, punk is minor threat. These guys are just a bunch of pussies. <laughs> but, oh uh, yeah, the things that you say when you're 14 years old. Right. <laughs> Shit. But no, I was, <clears throat> well, I wasn't too big of a fan of Rise Against, uh, you know, socially. I wasn't too big a fan of them uh, behind closed doors. I did listen to a few of their tracks. Probably the most notable was Prayer of the Refugee because Guitar Hero. Right. <laughs> yeah, so everyone uh, knew that stuff. 
And honestly, the other music just kind of uh, fell by the wayside. I was like, eh, okay. And I did have that album, Suffer in the Witness. My dad actually bought it for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, on a, just kind of on the fly. It's like, yeah, this is a band you might like. Okay, that, cool, fine, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I did eventually grow to like them. And <clears throat> the reason being why this album uh, really, uh, really won me over were the first two songs. The first one, Collapse, Post America, it's my favorite one that they have put out. It is just so, it just has that classic high-octane high, high punk rock guitar sound and just, that, and just the speed of skate punk and just the ferocity behind the lyrics. And yeah, it is kind of a, a whole uh, kind of call into arms and just like, wake the fuck up, people. This is what we're, this is what we're doing. We're staring down this barrel of a shotgun and it's got a hair trigger. <laughs> so yeah. That's where we're uh, standing right now, and we're still staring down that fucking barrel. And that finger is moving ever so closer. Anyway, this is uh, Collapse, post-America. I got more to say about it afterwards, but let's actually listen to it.
them lyrics really insightful. Yep. <laughs> and I just love the play on words that he uses, especially in the second verse. It's like, when the air that we breathe becomes air that we choke. Right. <laughs> when your home on the range has been torn down and paved and the buffalo roam to a slaughterhouse grave. I'm like, Jesus Christ, okay. You won me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The... Uh, yeah, that song was like what won me over because back then I was thinking, I was getting really into the political edge of uh, punk rock music and I was like, yeah, what does Rise Against have to say? And then I finally heard this one. I'm like, oh, that's what they have to say? <laughs> Shit. And, and yeah, you just hear how vibrant that song is. It is just so erratic and it's just so well put together. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, just listening to uh, how uh, Zach is holding down on those uh, on those guitars, both in leads and just in that straightforward riffing, and uh, I forget the bassist name, but he's doing like those little uh, dancey uh, bass arpeggios and just the little melodic tidbits that you hear in like a, that you hear in a Bad Religion or a No Effects or a Rancid song. So it's paying ode to those uh, bands that obviously have, been, have influenced them. But they're just giving it their own spin on it. And, yeah, like I said, that was something that I grew to appreciate about that band. Right. Am I a huge fan of them? Eh, not too much, you know. They have a, there's a select group of albums that I listen to by them. But, honestly, the last uh, few that they put out just, oh, they're, they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just boring. They're not too interesting to me. They're getting really close to just being... Just radio rock. Way too melodic, way too polished, and just way too flat. I'm just, they're not that interesting to me. But I have seen them live, and every time I see them live, they're actually pretty, uh, they're a party. Yeah. <laughs> Tim still knows how to bring it. All those guys know how to bring it. They know how to make a, make a live show happen. And also, on that front, I've seen Rise Against four times, four times, and I've never seen them play this song. Damn it. But... Oh, God, the last time they came through, the one show I did not go to, I heard from the horse's mouth, my friend who was working security, that they played that fucking song. I'm like, God damn it, fuck me. I'm still <laughs> kicking myself in the ass, but I don't know. The, every time I've seen them, it's just like, yeah, they're not going to play Collapse or play Chamber of the Cartridge. I've seen that song played so many fucking times. It's a crowd pleaser. I get it, but come on. <laughs> Break in some deep cuts, you motherfuckers. And apparently that was the show. That was the show where they were playing a lot of their, uh, you know, for the fans. For the people who have been with them in the early days and actually listened to every single track on every single album, you know. But, oh God, like I said, I am not that fan. If I was like, oh, it's just another Rise Against show. But no, that was the Rise Against show for me. <laughs> and I missed it. So, damn it. Yeah, and knowing my fucking luck is like next time they come through, I will go and see them. And yep, yeah, it's gonna be yep, yeah, not on the set list, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Do I just have to call you? <laughs> just to make a special request? Oh God. Anyway, that's all I got to say about uh, collapse for now. But actually, no, that's all I have to say about that. I could go on for a while, but maybe in a stage where I'm not so erratic. <laughs> And talking of uh, erratic, that's like that song was. This next one is uh, brings it down. It simmers it down a little bit more to uh, be more anthemic. And that is the the second song on this record, and my second pick. It is Long Forgotten Sons. It is a sing along. It is a ballad. It is just like a really letting the mus 
really letting you absorb all the notes in the music and all the, all the words being spoken. Okay, so on that note, let's, uh, let's just listen to it. I'm not going to say anything about it. Let's just hear what it has to say. <laughs>
So yeah, in my in my eyes, it's uh, pretty self-explanatory. It's uh, sort of an it's sort of an ode to all of us uh, who who are protesting against something, and our protests fall uh, fall on deaf ears. And basically saying it's like it's not worth waiting around for change. In that yeah, it's like in that uh, lyric, you know, we'll never fall if we stand for something. And yeah, there's. That's basically the entire ethos of punk rock, right? <laughs> right there. It's like just uh, waiting for the, it's like signal fires burn and burn. We wonder if we're waiting here for nothing. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, yeah, it's very specific in the, uh, in the grand scheme of punk rock, but also an incredibly universal uh, tone. It's a, it's a message that can be uh, taken any which way for any for any purpose that someone is trying to fulfill. Whether for better or for worse, but these guys are hopefully just like, yeah, we want to change a lot of shit. Right. I mean, you listen to the prequel, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we pointed out all these problems. Now it's like, okay, now we got to take action, motherfuckers. Right. So, so, yeah, those were the two songs that were like, all right what's the rest of this record like? And I finally listened to a full Rise Against record, front to back, and then I'm like, okay, maybe I should check out another. And then another, and then another. So that's what started me on the road. Thank you, Appeal to Reason. Awesome. Well, there you go. Uh, band I've got, uh, I talked about last episode, talked about the beginning of this episode, have some bands to catch up on, so uh, a lot of cool new music, and I'm just including some more new music in these segments. I'll get back to doing some albums on the next one. Uh, Bankrupt is a great band. I love playing Bankrupt tracks. Uh, they're from Budapest in Hungary. Uh, their last, I want to say like last like seven singles, they released an English version of it and a Hungarian version of it. Huh. So it's pretty awesome that they're releasing the same track, but uh, one with one set of lyrics, one with the other. I mean, it's the same set of lyrics, just different language. Oh, yeah. But it's pretty awesome. I really like the artwork that goes along with their music. I suggest going over to their Bandcamp page, look up Bankrupt, and you can see all the cool artwork that goes along with it, including this one. This single that they released on September 1st is called Hungarian Satan. And Hungarian <laughs> Satan is in reference to the true story of a miserably failed former prime minister reveling in the role of the regime's boogeyman and ruining the chances of a democratic future for Hungary. So fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, I enjoy the fact that, you know, you're just talking about political, you know, music, and we play, we play that stuff regularly. Probably just about every episode we're playing something that fits that bill. Because yeah. that's what punk rock is. <laughs> but here, uh, I really enjoy that they put that together. You know, somebody's a fucking douchebag asshole. We'll fucking sing about it, right? <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Someone is up in there uh, playing, playing the cards of so many people's lives, and they get dealt a shit hand, and then they, uh, you know, then they just uh, bet everything. Right. Yeah, it's worth to get pissed off at that. Right. Well, fuck that guy. Uh, the band bankrupt. They've been around for 25 years. In case you did not know that about this band, and I want to thank Rocco for sharing the music with us. Uh, we are going to be playing the English version, as it's just easier for me and maybe some of you out there at least to understand. But there is a Hungarian version, along with a lot of their other uh, recent singles that have come out within the last few years. 
like I said, they've been around for 25 years, but they have a lot of recent singles. So go check all those out. Go check out the artwork. Go check out the tracks. Go listen to them uh, compare and contrast English and Hungarian. Uh, here we go with Hungarian Satan from Bankrupt.
Sounds like someone who you want to kick out of the party as soon as they arrive. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, since 666 was taken, now 665 is taken. Yeah. <laughs> I was loving those little, uh, those little quips they were throwing in there. Right? A lot of yeah, good ones. Groundhog Day again. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I dig that track. It's Bankrupt, Hungarian Satan. That's their newest single. Go check out the Hungarian version of it and see what you think. Good stuff. Thank you again, Rocco. Uh, next up, we're going to play a band I've been meaning to get to for a while as this uh, EP from the band Ripped Pits. Uh, the EP 7 came out on May 24th of this year, so it's not, it's not too far out, but I definitely meant to play this closer to that release date. Uh, they're a band from Orlando in Florida. This particular EP 7 is in reference to the Seven Deadly Sins. Each nice. song of the seven songs on the EP all reference one of the seven deadly sins. I want to thank KCR Media Group for sharing this with us. Uh, the track of the seven that we are going to play, I really enjoyed. I liked them all. I think they're cool. Uh, I like the theme. I like how thematic it is. But the track that I picked is Sloth. So here we go with Rip Pits giving us a track out of seven and if you look at the album artwork, it even has like references to the movie Seven. Uh, but huh. he, here we go with Rip Pitts and the track Sloth. I sit down and stand up and I take another shot. Going to the bathroom where I throw it all up. I sit down and stand up and I take another shot. Going to the bathroom where I throw it all up. I sit down and stand up and I take another shot. Going to the bathroom where I throw it all up. I sit down and stand up and I take another shot. Going to the bathroom where I throw it all up. That track again was Sloth. Go check out Seven. Go check out uh, the other Deadly Sins. Is there a bonus track in there called What's in the Box? <laughs> there should be, but I don't believe there was. 
Maybe it was one of those, you know how they used to do in the 90s, like if you let the song keep playing, the last one, mm-hmm. and it was like the hidden track, like you're saying. Maybe, maybe there's one in there, but I didn't notice any of the tracks like super long in comparison to the rest. <laughs> okay, this is a very specific reference that this reminded me of. It's of my, uh, oh God, you can call it a band. It's a, it's the fucking art project that I've been a part of since 2009 called Acid's Foot. We uh, recently did an album called Brad Piss. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and of course the album cover was a, uh, uh, was a totally faded image of the face he's making when he's holding the gun to Kevin Spacey at the end of the movie. He's all like this, he's all whimpering. Uh. It's the what's in the box scene. And... And the thing was, we do a we do a really shitty album, and that's the idea. Like, a, for example, there's a song that we call "A Leash of Keys," <laughs> yeah, "A Leash of Keys," and it's literally just me dragging my keys by my lanyard. <laughs> like, oh God, it was so, it was fucking stupid. The thing was, we uh, we used a recording of this uh, of this crackhead accosting her uh, dealer, and it's just like, "Wake fucking Mikey up!" No. <laughs> and we use that recording at the beginning of our uh, of our album, and then the hidden track was about thirty some odd seconds of silence, and then all of a sudden, no. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> so, awesome. So yeah, that's a, I know that's a weird comparison, a, a weird as fuck comparison to <laughs> this to even ripped pits, right? <laughs> and, yeah. Oh God, this is really bizarre. So yeah, hey, check out Assy's Foot on Bandcamp. You will be thoroughly disappointed and entertained at the same time. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just do it because the names sound funny. <laughs> do that. Check out Rip Pits from Orlando again. That EP's called Seven. Eric, we got to wrap the show up. What do you have to wrap the show up on this one? I have, uh, as I put it, a folk punk song. <laughs> okay, now this, uh, this will require some, uh, some explaining. Excuse me. The band Off With Their Heads, they have been a, you know, they have been a part of the uh, Midwestern uh, punk rock scene since uh, 2002, and they have made a name for themselves. They sure have. Yes, they sure have, releasing a ton of great albums. I got, yeah. And they put on a hell of a live show. First time I saw them was them opening up for uh, Bouncing Souls and Bad Religion back in uh, 2010. Wow. And I was like, yeah, these guys are great. However, I had not seen them since. And it sucks. But their music is still holding up. And that brings us to their album that they released uh, just this July, Com Slash Collected. Now, there's a bit of a weird history with this one. It is an acoustic compilation of their songs from... Uh, uh, from these uh, out-of-print acoustic records called Won't Be Missed and Character. Okay. So basically what, uh, what their vocalist and guitarist Ryan Young did is he's like, he wanted to uh, put those records together and release it as one big LP. And they're all covers of, uh, well, not covers, they're just acoustic renditions of their songs. And I was like, okay, so... That's why I call it folk punk, as in the only reference to these things just being punk songs and not just, you know, Americana folk songs, <laughs> is the fact that they were written as punk songs originally, right. and, you know, they're in lieu with a punk rock band. Right. But other than that, it's just like, well, 
if you were to listen to it, you'd never guess that these were punk rock songs. These just sound like, uh, it honestly just sounds like Ryan Young doing an acoustic solo album, <laughs> you know, which isn't bad. I'm not dogging on him for, uh, for this at all. Actually, the songs on there are very good, you know, but it does get a little like, uh, how many times can you sing about your heart getting broken, man? <laughs> it's just getting a little... Uh, it's like without the intensity and the urgency of uh, punk rock that, you know, Off With Their Heads are known for, it just sounds a little, uh, whiny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> uh, regardless, I had to choose a song from this one because, you know, I want to give it to Off With Their Heads. They're still putting out great material. They're still, I'm assuming, putting on great live shows. I can't attest for myself, but other people have. And they, you know, they still love them. They're getting a lot of love as it is. If they weren't, they wouldn't be a fucking band anymore, I True. say. <clears throat> so I chose the acoustic version of Clear the Air. This was the first song I sought out after seeing them live. And it's, I will play, I will play the, uh, eventually, I will play the electric, the original version of this song. Because I love it so much. Here we are. If I, d God damn it, how does it go? I gotta say, I gotta, t I wanted to tell you, I wanted to share some important details that you're not aware of. I won't rest until I clear the air. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to tell you, I wanted to share Some important details that you're not aware of I want you to listen, I want you to care I'll choke to death if I don't clear the air It's not a secret that I obsess Then I get angry and then I get stressed And you can't imagine and you can't compare No frame of reference, so then you get scared Doing my best to help make you see It's not your fault when I beg and I plead And it's much easier just to go back to sleep We gotta find Find a place to start because I'm falling apart I can't ever let myself stay in one place I look in the mirror and I see the face Of a failure who'll never be significant Face that you see from the morning to night Masks that I put on to hide what's inside I don't take it off until you fall asleep Want you to see what lives inside of me I thought I'd get older and it'd go away Only gets worse, causes more pain And being alone is getting so hard God damn it, I'm falling apart I'm not on my knees in the dark Failing for whatever's left But the pieces are falling too far God damn it, I'm falling apart Pieces are falling too far Don't leave yet 
some important details that you're not aware of I want you to listen, I want you to care I'll choke to death if I don't clear the air right now I'll choke to death if I don't clear the air right now. That's what I was missing. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to go easy on them as part of being the, you know, quote, whiny lyrics. Because, you know, <laughs> there's a whole scene out there of emo music that it is literally called a subgenre of Midwest emo. Okay. So, so yeah, it, you could say that it's like a, you know, environment part of their environment, uh, nature versus nurture type thing. So, yeah, it would be to appeal to that uh, scene out there. Okay. You know, that's what I, that is my speculation on it. I don't know. I don't know too much <laughs> of this band's history. I only kind of realize in the years it's been since I've listened to them that I'm like, wow, these guys have a lot of, uh, a lot of stories about heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's not just heartbreak. Maybe I'm not reading into it too much or reading between the lines as it is. But the point is, the acoustic stuff is pretty good. If you want to just uh, have a somber evening and just listen to, uh, you know, Ryan and his acoustic guitar, and, you know, eventually the rest of the band comes in. <laughs> and just to be uh, sort of nostalgic and just be like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to see these guys again. <clears throat> At least that's how I feel, because I'm like, okay, I want to see you guys again. Just to, don't, just leave the acoustic at home. Just play the music as it is. Right. <laughs> Seriously. So there's the latest from Off With Their Heads. Awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show with some new metal. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> still got some more to go. Uh, this particular band comes at us from Bakersfield, California. And uh, what other bands come from Bakersfield? I'm thinking of another new metal band. They're named after a vegetable. <laughs> right? Yeah. What was the... It wasn't squash. <laughs> we did talk about squash earlier. Yeah, it wasn't peas. It wasn't carrots. It was something that... They say potatoes have eyes. What is the vegetable that has ears? <laughs> <laughs> Corn, yes. But that's, yes, that's the other band from Bakersfield. This particular band is Edema. Uh, they formed in the year 2000. As uh, you know, Corn formed long before that. Uh, this particular band, uh, Edema, their first two albums had the same lineup. Those first two albums with that original lineup featured uh, original lead vocalist Mark Chavez. He is the half-brother to the lead vocalist of Korn, Jonathan Davis. Well, what do you know? Right? So there is more of a reference than just, you know, the city. Right. <laughs> there sure is. More than just it's a coincidental they both come from that town. Well, they both come from that town because there's some people related in the bands. Yeah. Who'd have thought? <laughs> well, this uh, we're going to play a track off of their second album, which is the final album featuring the original lineup that included Mark Chavez. He's on vocals. The second album came out August 13th of 2003. It was called Unstable, and we're going to listen to the title track. There's a lot of great tracks on the first two albums. Those are the only two albums that I was into of Edema, but uh, definitely liked their music. It's good stuff. So let's get into Edema. This track is Unstable. Are you familiar with the band before I get on? No, I am not. This is all uh, news to me. And let's see how far his, uh, let's see how much John Davis's half brother follows in his footsteps. All right, here we go. Here's Unstable from Edema.
probably only uh, was his half brother. Yes. I say he only followed in about half of his uh, <laughs> in Jonathan Davis's footsteps. So it's kind of corn. Kind we'll say of. that kind of corn. <laughs> he was probably trying to do his own thing too. And yes, that I, I can tell there's similarities, but there to me that's not. You're related, so it's going to be similar. It's you're in the same vein of music, mm -hmm. and so there's those kind of similarities. If anything, the biggest similarity was the voice. I heard Jonathan Davis's uh, kind of inflections and his sort of whispery tones that are coming out every once in a while. And just how he gets uh, pretty nasally right. at some point. It's like, yeah, I can sense a bit of a Jonathan Davis uh, wearing off on him somewhere. But he doesn't go like full aggro right. on it where it's, uh, you know, the first thing you hear from Jonathan Davis from the first Korn album is just him, are you ready? Yeah. Right. So you don't hear that side, at least not in this song. Right. Yeah. I, think there's I don't know if you hear it in any others, though. Not as much. And again, uh, yeah, he was only on the first two albums, and those are really the only ones that I was into anyway. Hmm. So... That's Edema. Go check them out. Unstable, that was the second album. Go check out the first album is self-titled Edema, just like we played the title track, Unstable from Unstable. So there you go. Cool band, Edema from Bakersfield. We're going to wrap up the show now. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Google Bordello, at Worker and Parasite Bureau, at Horripilation underscore Eastside, at Middlefinger underscore punk, at Zombiecock SLC, at Rise Against, at Bankrupt Punk, at Ripped Pits Official, at D-A-S-O-W-T-H dot S-G-H. That's off with their heads. I don't know what all the other shit stands for, but that's the <laughs> band. At Edema Music and at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. My personal account is scaryuncle underscore E-R-I-C underscore S-L-C. And you can find my band Anonymous on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official on Facebook at anonymous S-L-C and Bandcamp at anonymous S-L-C dot Bandcamp dot com. By the time you are hearing this, we will have been... We will have accrued more shirts, new shirts, not the same ones that you've been seeing. <laughs> I mean, a different uh, layout, a different uh, design on the back. So, uh, yeah, please help us out. We are in the hole. We owe a debt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, The Apathetics, you can find on Instagram at theapathetics.slc, on Facebook at The Apathetics, and Bandcamp at theapathetics.bandcamp.com. Hopefully by now, our uh, master tracks for uh, Misery and Texarkana Nights will have been uploaded to said Bandcamp, and you could be streaming it. Um, yeah, I hope. <laughs> I hope. This is me trying to look into the future. <laughs> anyway, for uh, Lead Melodies Podcast, find that on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast, and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. You're not missing much. I haven't been posted on there for quite some time. So stupid. I'm kicking myself in the ass about it. But <laughs> okay. And you can listen to the episodes on anchor.fm slash lead melodies. And keep up to date with uh, the goings on of uh, hardcore and punk rock shows that will be happening in Salt Lake. And you can find that on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. Awesome. You can find the bands on Facebook at Gogo Bordello, at Worker and Parasite Bureau, at Horripilation 
E-L-V, that's for East Las Vegas. And in case you didn't know what I was saying, H-O-R-R-I-P-I-L-A-T-I-O-N. That's Horror Palation, E-L-V. At Middle Finger Punk, at Zombie Cock, at Rise Against, at Bankrupt Rocks. And yes, they do. At Ripped Pits, at D-A-S-O-W-T-H. Again, I don't know what the D-A-S. I know what it used to stand for. What is that? It was a band back here, uh, back in the day in Salt Lake called Drunk as Shit. Oh. And they had a song called We Are D.A.S. That was the chant. D.A.S. Drunk as shit. D.A.S. Drunk as shit. That's what I... Maybe that's, that's what applicable it here for too. me. Maybe that's applicable here. I don't know. But you can find off, their, off with their heads there. At Official Edema, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you for tuning in for episode 284. We appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed all the great music. Thank you for tuning in all the way up to this point. Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap up the show? Well, October is going to be a hell of a month for me. At the time of you, uh, you people hearing this, I am in the hospital. Yes. Yes, I will be in the hospital for I, I don't know how many days. Could be three to five, maybe even seven days. They are doing some, uh, what would they call a video? Electroencephalogram. Basically, I'm just going to be lying in bed the entire time I'm there. I only get up to use the toilet. And I will have a bunch of wires hooked up to my head. Just stuck right the fuck on there. And they're going to be monitoring me 24-7, trying to figure out, in part with my brain waves, what this thing called focal slowing is doing in my left frontal lobe. It can mean a, can mean a plethora of things. It could mean that I am, uh, can be chronically diagnosed as epileptic. It could mean that there is scar tissue in that brain. It could mean that there's a further lesion. What they're going to try and do is they're going to induce seizures upon me. Yeah, controlled environment seizures. Just to kind of pinpoint what the fuck this is all going to mean. Okay. So, yeah. And then there's more shit coming around the horizon. So, so yeah, just, uh, just take it for what it's worth. And send me all the good energy on the planet. And all I can tell you is don't, uh, don't get a TBI. Right. Just, just don't. Don't get a traumatic brain injury. It's barely worth the bragging rights. <laughs> Shit follows you everywhere. Just when you think everything's uh, sorted out, there's always something coming around the corner. And that's what I'm going to be dealing with uh, throughout this month. That's the scariest October of my life. So... Yep, nothing but, nothing but good energy. Just try and keep it alive. And avoid any injuries if you can. <laughs> Shit sucks, man. Play the fucking outro. Outro.